Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching the Animorphs, the Nickelodeon series, in case you're new. Yeah, uh, it's the only series, so. <laughs> so far. What episode is this, Sky? Nine. Uh, it's called The Reaction. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not, um, also welcome. Yeah, you're all right. I mean, yeah, fuck, fuck you guys, is what <laughs> Sky is saying. I'm saying welcome, because I appreciate you. So, this is the book with uh, Morph Allergies. Yeah, not... well, it's not the book, it's the TV show based on that book. Yes, that's what I had intended to say, but then didn't. It's not like the allergy that we assume Marco has. Yeah, uh, where it hurts to be another man. I guess. But uh, instead... Maybe that man he was morphing just had some sort of weird bone disease, and when you start <laughs> morphing him, you can feel the pain that that man is in constantly. He has fibromyalgia. Yeah. That makes sense. Do I have fibromyalgia? Probably. Oh, crap. Do you have constant pain that you can't identify and no doctor will actually no. be able to detect? Oh, good. I don't have it. <laughs> Celebrex. Uh, it sounds like a fun time. Doesn't it? It's a, a good of... name. Uh, yeah. Celebrex. I, I, like, I like drug names because they all sound like wizards. <laughs> like Omeprazole the Great. Or Pentoprazole the All-Knowing. Or Viagra the Supreme. No, that's... Sildenafil. Emperor. Supreme. This is our new podcast, Pill Talk. I work at a pharmacy. It's all he talks about is pills when we're not on this. <laughs> he saves all the good stuff for the 27 minutes of this, and then the rest is just talk about pills. Well, uh, we did once compound some liquid Viagra for some gentlemen, and uh, my boss asked me for a name for that specific product, and I suggested that we call it rx <laughs> spelled R-X-T-I-O-N. Did you? No. Wow. We also didn't really get any scripts for it, so it's fine. He just wrote boner pills across it. <laughs> More or less. Anyway. I did have a guy come in the other day and ask for some help with, he did the... The man giant wiener with his arm uh-huh. thing, which I didn't know people did in the real life. I thought that that was just myth from TV. Was he and, like, uh, did he ask if you had a topical boner cream? No, hmm. but he was looking for some sort of over-the-counter item for such. Did you help this man? I did. You're we- a hero. <laughs> we have a product called Vaynerect, <laughs> which is such a graphic name for your product. But uh, but yeah, so he he bought that. There's nothing over the counter for that sort of thing that'll have an actual effect on you, except for rhino horn, powdered <laughs> rhino. Horn. Only if it's albino. Yeah, well duh. And kosher, you have a kosher certified. Otherwise right, it won't work. Uh, anyway, we <laughs> sorry, we got super off track here. So Who this gives a fuck. So this book um, is a Rachel book, but this episode of the show is a Cassie episode. So Cassie's allergic to uh, crocodiles instead. They What they did was they wrote all the kids' names down and put it in one hat and then wrote down the various plots and put them in another. And they just pulled one and pulled the other. That seems likely. Do you know the difference between alligators and crocodiles? Um, well, like what kind of like physiolo- uh, physiologically? Yeah. I mean, I know you can tell by their teeth and their schnoots. Yeah, it's I don't. I can never remember the difference. Uh, alligators are rounded and crocodiles are more pointy. This is America. We have alligators, right? Yeah. I mean... We got too many gators, if I remember correctly. Too many gators. What? A... I mean, not here. Yeah, but they don't have any natural enemies. Oh, Nothing just like me? Nothing preys on or alligators. <laughs> well, I've eaten alligator. Well, yeah, but... Not in nature. 
Well, humans aren't from this planet, I don't think. Oh, yeah. That's why we're ruining it. Anyway, this is a Cassie episode. Uh, it's okay, I guess. It's fine-ish. So we open up and we get a whole bunch of narration from uh, from Cassie. And she's actually explaining us the rules to morphing. The rules that we've already broken in the show. Yeah, but now we're going to tell you what they are and so hope that you don't notice. Uh, but apparently the kids had a field trip today. And, to the to a zoo Cassie's parents work at? Probably. So Rachel and Cassie are staring at some very tiny crocodiles. With their friend Ethan. You know, Ethan. The guy with the ponytail? He's got a bushy ponytail. And then they decide to go see the tigers. And this idiot kid whose parents don't care for him runs up to the fence. Because they're not like in a pit or anything. They're just behind a, a tiny wooden fence. Yeah. Also, the kid looks like the most nondescript, like generic, blue baseball cap, striped shirt kid ever. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a general description you'd give of a child. Yeah. And the kid just hops the fence, you know, despite everything telling him not to. Like every cartoon will show you that crocodiles and alligators are very dangerous. Why would this kid go in there? And then but... Ethan runs to get help, because Ethan's the most logical of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Cassie hops the fence, which is an incredibly easy thing to do. And then she casually walks up to this kid, and he's like, hey. She's going to freak out those crocodiles. I guess. I'm going to call crocodiles and alligators the same thing, intermingling throughout this whole thing, just to warn everyone. It's fair. Rachel also hops the fence and comes over to remind Cassie to take the kid out. And yeah. they start backing away, but then a different t- teeny tiny crocodile gets behind them and hisses with its mouth open, because that's just kind of how crocodiles do. Yeah, these crocodiles are alarmingly small. <laughs> I mean, it's safer for kids on set. But, like, if that crocodile came at me and bit me, it would, like, bite my leg, but not bite my leg off. I mean, I know they have, like, a powerful, like, yeah, jaw it shot. might, it might... Maybe crack a bone, but I don't... Maybe. I don't... It's not going to eat me whole. Yeah, it's... I don't even think that it could really, like, knock you down if it did a death roll. No. It, they're so teeny. You just pick them up and bash them on the yeah. ground. They're, they're comically just, undersized. They're... they're uh, yeah. They're just big lizards at this point <laughs> in the... Well, we know how the show loves lizards. It's true. Lizards are the cheapest to rent. Bucket of lizards for five bucks. <laughs> they got crocodiles in California? Nah. I don't think. I don't but think they got so crazy either. rich people there. Who have, who have crocodiles? Probably. I assume You so. guys borrow my collection of crocodiles. I don't care. <laughs> don't hurt them. This, this one's named Jezebel, and that one's Cameron. <laughs> so we get the credits, and when we come back, they're still just standing one place. Cassie's plan is, uh, I'm going to count to three, and you guys run. Uh, I'm going to tackle this crocodile from behind somehow, and, and uh, acquire its DNA. It'll go into a trance, and then we can all escape. But there were more than one crocodile. There were at least two of them coming at them, plus I'm sure others. Yeah. Also, they could have just stepped over the one. Yeah. And also, there were s- there's only one in front and one behind. They could have sidestepped it also. And, and walked yeah, away. and that one behind wasn't like directly behind. It was sort of off to the side behind. And there's 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 a lot of options here, and they went with the the dumb one, but that's fine. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a show, right? So they get the kid out and he disappears. He's not important anymore. And uh, meanwhile, there's not an authority figure from this zoo <laughs> within eyesight. Ethan failed stupendously. Yeah, but he shows back up. And he's like, "Hey, you guys aren't in the. You weren't eating my crocodiles. That's pretty to be neat. fair. Maybe Ethan looked for a zookeeper and just couldn't find one. That's not Ethan's fault. Dramatically understaffed. Well, there's got to be a kiosk where they got maps or something. Yeah, where you can be like, hey, my friends are getting by crocodiles. Maybe you could um, help them? I don't know, man. I only I just give out the maps. I could. <laughs> I can show you where the crocodiles are. If you are. bring a zookeeper to me, I'll, I'll, I can tell them how to get to you at the crocodiles. But that's about, that's about all I can do here. 
Ethan says, good job. And then we cut away to Visser 3, who's <laughs> in his estate watching the TV. Is that wall just made of, like, tarp behind him? <laughs> it certainly looks that way. Okay. He, uh, he's just he's flipping through channels, getting increasingly angry that he doesn't understand it. <laughs> he's like, why do humans want to look at moving pictures? And then Tom, who's yeah, just Tom hanging out, there, yeah. I guess they're besties. He's just like, oh, we like, like to watch stuff. And, and he's like, three says, well, we should use this to induct them. And Tom's like, way ahead of ya. Yeah. Luckily, if you recall from the book, there is a guy who is a Jonathan Taylor Thomas analog. And his name's Jeremy Jason McColl. And he go or his show is Powerhouse instead of Home Improvement, I believe. I have no idea. It is. I I, I said that that's, as a question, but I know it. That's to not be true. important to this episode. It's not. Uh, they're going to use Jeremy Jason McColl to uh, talk little girls uh, into joining the sharing. Yes, because that's who you want is preteens. Yeah, you know the ableist bodies. So you got to get the teenagers and the children, not grown adults. It's fine. We cut over to the farm where Cassie's doing chores and Rachel's tagging along, not helping like she does. It's and Cassie's job, not Rachel's. The barn phone rings and it's... The, and it's uh, the dirtiest phone in the world. Well, it's in the barn. Yeah, but you put that on your face. <laughs> but it, it was the TV station asking Cassie if she wanted to be on TV. On Larry and Linda Live. I choose to believe that the barn has its own dedicated phone line and they just assumed she'd be in there. Yeah. Cassie all of a sudden starts like she goes to grab some feed for the various animals and she notices that her hand suddenly turns into a crocodile she hand. got them old croc hands but she doesn't talk about it at all she doesn't tell rachel immediately and say hey i'm morphing without trying to scott you don't know what it's like to be a teenager uh, i you do. don't no you were never a teenager it's true i was very old even when i was the 14 meanwhile they they all meet up at the uh the safest place in you know in the world which is of course the internet cafe and they recount the tale <laughs> of uh cassie tackling a crocodile uh and jake gives them a little bit of guff about uh potentially exposing them and it's true she did kind of announce that she was going to acquire that crocodile's dna yeah she said it pretty loud it, it just and right to that kid but also it's nothing jake wouldn't have done because of the, the writer because he's a show. hypocrite they kind of blow Jake off, and Rachel and uh, Cassie start looking at a website that's very 1990s. Uh, yeah. Uh, for the show of, um, what was it, Larry and Linda? Larry and Linda Live. Yeah, which are uh, analog for Regis and Kelly. Yeah, um, and they have the worst logo in the whole wide world. <laughs> it's well, just word art that's warped. It's warped word art. Yeah, but they probably you know threw it together in a 15-minute window. The young ladies get... Uh, What's the word? They get the vapors in they regards get, to this, they get excited. this handsome um, fella whose name is Jeremy Jason Cole. And Cassie loses control and turns into an alligator a little bit, but only her left hand. Uh, Rachel notices, but also does not talk about it. And then when Jake comes over, it looks like he puts his arm around Cassie. I mean, my arm's around you right now. Is <laughs> that weird that friends do that? Not especially. But I just uh, would feel bad for Mark, who's just sitting all by himself. <laughs> but the girls start telling Jake that we're going to go on this show and be with this cool guy. And Jake doesn't know who it is. Uh, He's know. not plugged into the. You the don't know who anyone teenagers. is, so you understand. <laughs> yeah, but like I watched TV back in the day. And my mom liked Home Improvement, so it came up a lot. And uh, he was the voice of the Lion King. Yeah, this is definitely not, at least in this show, not in uh, in uh, what's the word? I don't know. Where it's the same thing. Oh, 
analogous? Yeah, when we start an analogous for you said it earlier. <laughs> He's not the replacement for him because this guy is clearly forty five years old, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> was an actual teenage TV star. This is more like nine oh two one oh type situation. <laughs> Or any show on the CW. Cassie doesn't want to tell anybody about her weird morphing thing, which is a very not Cassie thing to do. That's a not Cassie book thing to do. These are different people. Yeah, but still, I guess nobody has a personality yet. Um. <laughs> and th- if you don't have a personality ten episodes in, you're not getting one. Marco kind of has one, but no one else. Yeah, well, Marco's is easy. It's just sass. Yeah, that's true. You need to say something in the right intonation. and Boom. Sassy. Cassie dips, and she goes to a library or bookstore? Bookstore, I think, because I thought it was the library, too, because it really looks like one. Yeah. But there, uh, later, you see, like, for sale signs and stuff behind her. Well, I mean, you could probably get, buy stuff at the library. She gets the the most childish book about crocodiles. Well, no, it says reptiles. Oh, it's, it's a reptile book, yeah. It's not even a dedicated book. It just says reptiles. So it has a page about crocodiles. <laughs> yep. And uh, Tom shows up. And he spooks Cassie, and she starts becoming a crocodile. We know that because pointy things come out of her back. This episode does, I think, have, except for when you see her face morph, has the best uh, morphing so far. Yeah, the uh, the effects they use aren't terrible. Like, yeah. especially, like there's a moment where we see the uh, the scale pattern on her hands, and it looks yeah, pretty good. We see that a couple times, yeah. and it's it's not bad. I will admit when. Like, the first points come out of her back. It kind of looked like they just made her bra snap. <laughs> I was like, that seems... Oh, there's more. Okay. It, oh, those are scales. I got it. Tom congratulates her on uh, saving that kid. Cassie's very modest. She's, oh, it was mostly Rachel, and then blah, blah, And then Tom tries to touch her for some reason, and she knocks over a book display, and then blames it on mythical kids. I think it's a bookstore. It's, you really can't tell. No. One of those books was wrapped in cellophane, so maybe... Yeah, and like behind her, there's several copies of the same book, but a library would have that too. Yeah. What do bookstores look like in 1998? I think like that. Oh, all right. It's been a bit since. Yeah, it's probably a Walden books. Yeah, it's probably a Walden books, and that's why we don't remember. (laughs) But uh, eventually, Tom leaves, and Cassie is okay. She's just itchy. We cut away to the barn where Jake has a whiteboard, and they're going over the plan. And it's a really terrible plan, but Marco's arms sure do look great. He has the best arms. Cassie wasn't a part of that meeting, but she walks into the barn and she's like, Hey, Axe, can I talk to you about something completely unsuspicious? She probably wasn't a part of that meeting because she had work to do and they refused to help like like they do. That's fair. It would be suspicious if they suddenly started helping her do her chores. Yeah, they're all controllers now. Axe says, sure, but then Cassie starts having... She doubles over like she's shitting her pants. (laughs) Yeah, she has terrible cramps and uh, she starts becoming a crocodile. It, for the most part, it looks good, but here we get a, a, a segment where her face gets, like, <laughs> it looks like it gets sucked through a hose, basically. Yeah. It just elongates and just kind of blurs into a crocodile. Yeah. Other than that, though, the morphing's all right. Well, there's yeah. this part, too, where it zooms in on the open crocodile mouth, and then it fades to Cassie's open mouth, and then it, it zooms out, and it's Cassie again. <laughs> and she's just a girl in the hay. Yeah. Actually, she's that straw. I'm sorry. I apologize. Girl in the Hay sounds like a like a mystery romance thriller. <laughs> you found a corpse in this hay. And Girl then, in the Hay. Like the no one has any questions or no no reactions, no I mean words. they're reacting, they're looking stunnedish. They're just crowded around the stable where she collapsed and no words. Probably fell in some poop. <laughs> no, she cleaned them first. That was the no. first chore she does. Yeah, I guess if For you For such have, an occasion. Yeah, if you have a, a, a thing that makes you double over and fall you want to clean up all the poop around you right 
Axe knows immediately what this is. Uh, he recognizes it and has seen it before. It's uh, a situation where she's allergic to the morph and she needs to go through a thing called Herathelin or something or other, which translates roughly to burping DNA. Um, that was good summation, Sky. Thank you. Axe is just telling everybody that basically what's going to happen is at some point in the next two weeks, she's going to randomly excrete a crocodile from her body. Yes. So everybody is aware of this. Uh, keep that in your pocket. X makes sure to tell her that the uncontrolled morphing is linked to your emotions, so if you get emotional, you'll morph. And then Marco makes a Star Trek reference about being Spock. Um, which is one Star Trek reference to his two Star Wars references in this show. <laughs> so far. He's nerdy. Listen, I don't hate the Tobias Hawk puppet when it's just, like, when it's not Falling part of, of the tree. scene. Yeah, when it's just sitting around back there. It's not awful. <laughs> it's not great in this... I think your dog has a problem. Do you want to go outside? I think I have to let the dog out. Otherwise, he's going to keep doing that. Yeah, you pause it. Sorry, everyone. But mostly Sky. Marco's cracking wise like he'll do because he wants to watch Cassie burp a crocodile. I mean, it'd probably be kind of neat. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> ah, you're spoiler, right. Spoiler, it happens in a bathroom later. Sky, spoiler. I said spoiler. I know. But yeah, they, they're all upset because it could take a couple weeks for it to happen. And if someone finds out, they'll be murdered. <laughs> At least bitten. And then Cassie will have to explain why there's a oh. crocodile. Bitten by the crocodile. I was like, jerks don't bite you. <laughs> <laughs> sure they do. After Marco's uh, burp long and prosper, uh, we get a nice shot of Rachel rolling her eyes. But the hawk puppet is directly behind her, looking super awkward. Because it's... It's, its wings don't fold in all the way, so it looks... Like it's just an uncomfortable bird. It's all right. It's fine. It could be way worse. It could be that stuffed skunk they throw <laughs> several episodes ago. And we know now officially that Tobias is not dead. Yeah, they don't really address how he's not dead at all. Yeah, but also um, don't get used to him being there because you know he's only in this sea. Rachel and Cassie are, despite her ailment, they both desperately want to go on the show and meet Jeremy Jason McColl. Because reasons, I guess. Jake doesn't want him to do it, but they don't need no man. They're going to do what they want. Except they decide to not to. I guess. Cassie's having a terrible night because she's full of allergies and she's probably very itchy. Right. And she's, I mean, she's letting Jeremy Jason McColl down by not going to save him. <laughs> is that is that it? I don't know. So I'm pretty sure that this is Rachel's room. Just a different bed. bed just that. Just a different bedspread. Um, I can't be sure. I mean, there's a picture of a pony on the wall. <laughs> it's just shot from the other side of the room. Yeah, it's hard to say. Cassie wakes up and she calls Rachel. And Rachel must have been one of those girls with her own phone lines. Cassie at least has a phone in her room yeah. if she doesn't have her own phone line. Well, her parents are never home, so yeah, she it's true. probably needs one in every room. And then Rachel just assumes that it happened based on no information. Yeah, Cassie cause... tries to correct her. Yeah. It was like, this is all Rachel's fault. And Cassie was just like, all right. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm going to go meet that guy. Yeah. So uh, next day, they're out in front of a used car lot that's dressed up like a movie (laughs) studio of some sort. And you get to see the Larry and Linda Live things all over it. And it is terrible when it's not on a teensy website. It's real bad graphic design. Um, So the girls go off to get made up and be on the show and the boys run off to morph stuff they never actually told us what their plan was so we assume morph i mean they say something about throwing a switch to shut the show off yeah but that's all we know that it's irrelevant because it's not going to come up 
Um, so we cut over to uh, Rachel and Cassie. I guess they're both going to be on the show. Yeah, because earlier Cassie says that we get half an hour because there were oh. two of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are those two going to say for half an hour? Yeah, so we jumped a fence and then we pulled the kid away from some crocodiles. Yeah, our friend Ethan uh. went to get a zookeeper but couldn't find one. <laughs> he has a really good ponytail. Oh, no, that half an hour thing was in reference to their 15 minutes of fame. There were two of them. Oh. So collectively, they get a half hour of fame. I thought it was half an hour on the show. No, it's probably more like a five minute segment. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because it took me literally 10 seconds to <laughs> recount the entire yeah. thing. Uh, but anyway, while they're getting their makeup did, Jeremy uh, Jason McColl comes in and he's a prick. Yeah, he's just a big old pile of dicks. And uh, Cassie gets a little flummoxed and she morphs a little bit. And then Rachel's like, you lied to me! And then Cassie doesn't point out, no, you just made a lot of assumptions and I yeah. didn't correct you. And a consummate uh, makeup lady, that is, she just ignores their conversation. Because she's done makeup of a lot she's of famous She's a professional. People. Yeah, and she knows. And then because the there was a guy, Burt Johnson or something was his yeah, name. Yeah, there's an animal guy an that's going to be on the show too. So, the, of course, the place is full of animals. Yep. So that... You uh, know what they didn't bring, though? A crocodile. crocodile. Yeah, the girls refuse to believe that Jeremy Jason Cole's a big old dick. They're wrong. And the Marco, Marco found and morphed a llama? There was a llama in Cassie's barn the other day. Yeah. I mean, obviously you should morph the same llama that's there. Right. But I don't think they're that good yeah. and axe and jake are in cockroach cockroach morph. i don't think they're going to be able to accomplish anything with that combination of uh, animals what do you mean one llama and two cockroaches yeah the girls head out and they sit in the auditorium and wait i don't know for their stage they're run. waiting for the rehearsal to start and jeremy jason mccall's being a dick because apparently the green room's closed i don't know maybe that's where all the animals are but he's <laughs> bitching about that and he wants to eat and shit probably in that order but then Cassie's tum tum hurts, and wouldn't you know it, she's starting to reject she's that. She's starting crocodile. to poop out that crocodile. <laughs> they make their way to the bathroom. Cassie ducks into a stall. Oh, we forgot to mention Cassie's wearing her finest overalls to be on this <laughs> she, television. She show. did dress up. They are clean. She had jeans yeah. on earlier in the show yeah. and looked like a person, but now she just looks like a farm. But hand. anyway, sorry. Uh, but she ducks into a stall, and then it starts shaking, and then a roll of toilet paper rolls out from underneath. It's great. And then Cassie crawls on the ground. Uh, out of it, and then a crocodile's there. Uh, it, it went real easy, and she didn't yeah. have any trouble getting away from that teeny tiny crocodile. No, she did not. Um, but then they run in fear of this little baby croc. They come from one direction, and then the crocodile comes from a different direction as they're trying to warn everyone there's a crocodile. Yeah. Um. Also, if you would just shut the bathroom door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so, Mar- Marco's just hanging out as that llama watching things happen, huh? Uh-huh. Um, so Jeremy Jason McColl was, in fact, a controller, and his yerk jumps ship in, at the smear sight of a crocodile. Yeah. Like which he, doesn't make any sense. Does because, he pass out because he's afraid of crocodiles, or does the yerk, like, leaving his body that fast make him pass out? I think it's that one. But why, if you are a slug, why would you jump out of a body that has legs and can step over right? this thing? I don't know. And and then the crocodile's gonna eat it. Yeah, the crocodile eats the slug, and it was very clearly it's just, just a, a slug. We've seen pictures of Yerks on all of their their branding, um, and that was not it. Yeah, it was we, one of those adorable slugs, but it was black. Yeah, I think I don't think they come that color. I think that they must have added that in post to make it look like a Yerk. Probably because it was definitely like superimposed in, so yeah. they just dial it down or up or whatever you do with colors. I don't know. Jake and X effectively did nothing. Marco had nothing to do with anything. 
but they're all back at the arcade bar cafe. We I wish they would name this thing or tell me it's what got, it is. It's got a little of whatever you need. I guess. And uh, they're like, hey, we did it. Everybody did something. And then Marco says something snide and they throw food at him. Yeah, you know. Wacky. Yeah, the, in the book, Cassie was dealing with her her parents splitting up and maybe moving away. That's why she was upset and in control. You know, her couldn't control her morphine. Not Cassie, Rachel. Did I say Cassie? Yeah. Damn. You're confused because they interchanged <laughs> these characters. Yeah, and I was looking at Cassie, so I said Cassie. Oh, uh, the book was better. Is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, and then that just it just sort of ends with them giggling with each other. Yeah, it ends like an episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, that Cassie died of, of crocodile. Yeah, it happened. Well, we did it. Sure did. Episode 9. Uh, so, that was uh, episode 9. The reaction. She could have just used an antihistamine. <laughs> Sneezed it out quickly. <laughs> Smushed that crocodile down with Benadryl. Uh, so, Jake. Yes. What was the most turtle-rific part? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say probably the uh, graphic design on the Larry and Linda Live <laughs> um, sign. Uh, they did say they had to report there at six o'clock, which meant it was recording. I don't know. Maybe they had to rehearse it. So probably seven thirty or eight o'clock at the earliest. Um, what Regis and Kathy Lee type talk show is live at seven thirty in the <laughs> evening? That's not how that works, right? I don't think so. I don't know. They live in California, so maybe it's different there. It was. It was airing in. Uh, the the right coast, whatever time zone that is. The West Coast Pacific time zone. That's it. No, that's the the one they're on. The other one. Oh, in the Eastern. Yeah, East Eastern. Coast? That's it. It would be even later there. If it's six oh, o'clock yeah. there, it's like I reverse time it's zone. Like Nine thirty or something over there. I get confused with time zones. It's not hard. There are four <laughs> four important ones. <laughs> Look, I made it work with our last guests. <laughs> Barely. But, um, yeah, also there were a couple references to Star Wars, which was fun, even though Marco's first one didn't make sense about how he felt like them sneaking into the uh, show was like the running the Death Star trench. <laughs> it's more, it was more like infiltrating Jabba's palace because they were in disguise. It was, it was more like turning into a llama and walking around. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you have to compare it to a Star Wars. And at this point, they only had three Star Wars to pick from, not ten like we have. <laughs> I guess. Scott, what did you think is the most turtle-horrific part? The morphing was pretty good this Yeah, time you're around. right. It was. We've seen a lot worse, and they didn't even try to hide it in darkness this time. Yeah. It's very nice of them. Um, and that's pretty much it. I yeah, mean, that, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> not a lot happened. That's all she wrote. The, the plot wasn't great, and then... Uh, the worst thing of, of all is the Yerk bailing out of that kid who uh, had a perfectly fine body. Might be the best. I think I'm going to switch the most likable character to who's the character that did the most stuff or did the, the most makeup lady. <laughs> That's fair. To deal with a bunch of sassy teens. What is your pop culture palate cleanser for this week? What did I do this week? Um, I finished the Lost World, so I'm out of dinosaurs. I started. Uh, the Star Wars The Last Shot uh, Last Shot is that what it's called? Yeah, Star Wars Last Shot which is the Han Solo book that ties into the movie um, that comes out soon um, So Han Shot Last Yes I saw or I'm gonna see 
Infinity War in like less than 24 hours, but this guy's already seen it, but can't talk to you about it because I'll kill him. <laughs> nothing, nothing to write home about. <laughs> How about you, Skype? Cleanse your pop culture palette. Well, uh, I saw Infinity War. It was, uh, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it, pretty good. <laughs> Fuck you. I really, like, honestly, I, I felt the same way I did when I saw the first Avengers movie, where I was just kind of smiling and giggling and just kind of giddy the whole time. Not like uh, Age of Ultron, where everything is kind of the same. This one felt different, and, uh, you know, things that I did not expect to happen happened, which is nice. Well, it's because... I actively avoided all spoilers. Uh, Josh Hansey Whedon didn't uh, direct this one after he was bored with it or whatever he did to Age of Ultron. That movie's alright. Yeah, it's fine. It's just the basically the same as the first movie. No, there's robots instead of aliens. <laughs> faceless robots instead of faceless yeah. aliens. Um, and, um... Quicksilver's there. Barely. And the lady who plays uh, Velma from the Scooby-Doo movies is there. I don't She's th- Hawkeye's wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I will spoil one other thing for you. Uh, there's a scene where you uh, see the backlit glow of Thanos' arm hair, so they thought to add that into the costuming. It's literally all he's talked about since he got here. <laughs> Except never... for the 20 minutes where he's talked about animals. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's a neat touch. But yeah, it, it was really, really good. I uh, recommend it. I, though anybody listening to this is probably going to see it regardless. Yeah, and by the time it comes out, we'll have all seen it. Yeah, probably. And also, um, I've been watching Black Lightning, the CW show based oh, on the yeah? DC comic superhero. Uh, it's actually really good. I don't care for Arrow, and I didn't watch any of The Flash. Uh, Supergirl's good, but this one finds a nice mix of humor and the grit that dc likes to have in everything uh where it's an uh, it's balanced is what i like black lightning doesn't mess around a lot <laughs> like the, the violence gets pretty pretty graphic in this for a, for a tv show but it's pretty good i recommend it good good recommending <laughs> without a guest our momentum isn't as driven as it has been we really got spoiled the last couple weeks <laughs> there were three in a row yeah i blame uh, you well, it kind of was my fault, so... Yeah, that's why I'm blaming you. That makes sense. Good, we're all on the same page. <laughs> but yeah, um, that'll do it for this week. This is a good quick one after last uh, week's marathon episode. <laughs> yeah, do a little quickie. Yeah. So a little, uh, hey, someone's going to fart on an alligator and bada boom, bada bing, you got a podcast. Yeah, especially since I can't talk about Avengers like I'd like to. I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call you on the phone, on the landline. <laughs> uh, phone calls are never good news. Good news comes in text messages. Phone calls are always bad. Good news, Sky. I, I saw Avengers. That's what I'll say. Huzzah! And then I'll hang up on you promptly. Good. And text you. Good. I'll, I'll spoil another thing. Uh, Black Panther's in it. You son of a bitch. My dad is so confused by all of it. He keeps texting me and asking <laughs> me questions. He's like, do you know there's like 64 people in this thing? He's like, can you name all of them? And I was like... I mean, I doubt there are 64 heroes, but there are yeah. probably 64 characters. And yes, yeah. I probably could. <laughs> uh, and he's he's just like, is the tick one of them? That was his, <laughs> one of his questions. And I'm not sure if he was being serious or not. Hmm. It could go either way. Yeah. Uh, there is a pretty neat fight scene with Scarlett Johansson. There's always uh, a pretty neat fight and, scene. And uh, the, the woman who plays Michonne, uh, they team up for some fights, which is pretty neat. 
Well, that's good. I remember her name. Um, I don't know her character name or the actress's name. I am afraid I'll mispronounce it, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, that's also a fear of mine. Anywho, uh, we will see you next week uh, with yes. whatever the next episode's called. It is called The Alien. Sweet. I wonder if Axe will be in it. Yeah. Or are they going to introduce new aliens? I don't know. The reason I was look, uh, was looking at my phone earlier was because I was trying because I thought that was the episode where it, uh, Axe came because that's the book where Axe comes right. But that's called the Escape. Was the one where he came. right right? Nope. These are just out of order. It was hard apparently. What did we just watch? The reaction? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this list I'm looking at has it different than. Well, you went to the Wikia instead of to the IMBD. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll let you know then what the episode is. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. No turning down, no further burning in the barrel.